Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Web College here on webmasterradio.fm. It is April 2nd, 2015. It's Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And uh, and I lied, actually. It's it's April 1st. Uh, April Fool's. <laughs> well, actually, I lied about that. It's actually April 2nd, Thursday, April 2nd. But since it's so close to April Fool's, and you know, yesterday was actually kind of a, 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 a pretty creative April Fool's Day. Um. Dave, one of the things I hate about working the internet is April 1st comes around and you can't, I mean, like, we live on stuff we see on the screen in front of us and you can't believe a damn thing all day. I know, it is tough. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, normally I hate April 1st because I just find it a discombobulating day. But yesterday was actually pretty funny. There was some creative ones yesterday. Yeah, there really was. And I, I think you and I probably have the same favorite one of the day um, coming out of, out of Google. I don't even know if it was an April 1st thing, but they announced it on Twitter on April 1st, well, as soon as it crossed April 1st in, uh, in some parts of the world. Um, Google did a couple things. Google had a couple of different, uh, different April Fool's jokes. Which one, which one were you looking at? Yeah, I, I'm thinking Google Maps. I'm thinking for, for those of our listeners who don't know, and, and hopefully in this case you're listening live because who knows how long it's going to last, um, head on over to Google Maps. Um, I love it. Down in the bottom left corner, there's a little Pac-Man. You click that. It turns your street into, uh, into a Pac-Man game. I mean, it, come on. How, how, let's be honest, Jim. How much time did you kill playing Pac-Man? <laughs> huh? How much? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's how addictive it is. Um, yeah, wait, uh, I mean, that's, A lot that's, of time, actually. One sec. I got to turn this off. <laughs> there. Um, yeah, that, that, I found it was amazing to start playing like in New York City because it's a nice, easy script, uh, grid. And as you level up, you go through different American cities. Like you go from New York City to like, say, Buffalo, because that's also a nice, easy grid. And you graduate to St. Louis and, you know, then you go to San Francisco, which gets really freaky because half the city is a grid and the other half of the city is sort of like diagonal. Right. And if you, when you've leveled up to 12, you do Boston. Okay. I did not play it as long as you did, I think. <laughs> and I only played it in – and for, for our listeners, I mean, you can play it as, as Jim did, like where you're going through the levels. Um, I had just played it in – you choose an area on a map. I chose around my office, and I was playing Pac-Man around my office. Well, it's always easiest when you play your home neighborhood. Now, um, <laughs> but just to let you know, this wasn't a function of the Google Maps game. This was my addition to the game to make it more interesting. Oh, I see. I see. Because they kept leveling me up through the same neighborhood. And, you know, once you get the hang of it, it gets too simple. So you got to get harder and harder and harder cities with weirder and weirder and weirder street patterns. And I don't know if you've, you've been to Boston, but it's got this – it's impossible. <laughs> Boston, I have been to Boston. Spaghetti City. All right. Um, now, what, what you you had mentioned there's a couple. Sorry, I I might have been distracted playing Pac-Man. What else? My happened? favorite what one. Throw? The one that actually almost almost or could have eaten as much time as Google Pac-Man or Google Maps Pac-Man. 
yep. was Google Backwards. You know how they released all those new uh, top-level domains? Dot anything? Yeah. Well, Google, obviously, like a, like the smart Googleites they are, they bought dot Google. So Google or dot Google is a top-level domain. I imagine they're only allowing people at Google to put something at dot Google. So for their... Uh, for one of their, their April Fool's jokes yesterday, Google did Google Backwards, where they have a website at com.google. And if you go to com.google, everything is like you're typing into a mirror. So your letters appear backwards, and they're coming from the right, flowing over to the left side of your screen as you're typing, rather than the left to right. <laughs> and you get the same search results, I think, except they're backwards, so it's hard to tell. The thing that really got me about com.google, though, is now you know that .google is a top-level domain, right? Right. So what else might be there? So I had Larry.google, Sergey.google, Matt.google, Cuts.google, Miley.google, etc. Anyone I could think of who I, you know, I know the name of that Google, them at nothing. Just com.google. But that... Took me about forty-five minutes to be satisfied. There really wasn't anything else there. <laughs> I even tried Google Plus. Dot Google. Nothing. Maybe they should have just set it up to a backwards uh, Facebook. You know, something people might use. And didn't try Facebook. Google never never occurred to me. I should have. Well, then I probably would have gone to Google Plus, right? <laughs> okay. Other fun jokes that were out there. MS, um, Microsoft introduced a new operating system for the uh, new line of uh, phones they have coming out. It's, it's MS-DOS for mobile. Yep. Netflix has had to in, uh, well, I guess the Institute for um, Optometrists who uh, are sick of treating people with square eyeballs, led by Rand Paul, by the way, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they forced Netflix to take a binge responsibly program. <laughs> One that I know you're going to be interested in, Dave, for like any number of reasons. CERN. You know those uh, wacky scientists in Switzerland, CERN? <laughs> yeah, theirs was great. They confirmed the existence of the force. <laughs> Apparently it comes in four, in four parts, eh? The strong force, the weak force, the unified force, and um, that other one, the bad one, the bad force. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, now you know. You it was great. Right you know what? You know. It, it, it's funny. My uh, my brother-in-law had posted uh, a thing from, from that on, on my page, obviously knowing that it was, it was April 1st. But, of course, CERN does all sorts of weird stuff, right? And I, I knew they were about to restart. I had even – it hadn't clued in that they hadn't even kick-started the thing again. Um, and I read it, and I thought, like, just the title before I'd clicked through to actually read, and went, oh, okay, April 1st, and went, I wonder what they're talking about. <laughs> like, I just, like, I didn't recognize it as as a spoof thing. I'm like, oh, okay, they've got a force. Assuming that it wasn't, you know, the force from Star Wars, but, like, some sort of, like, something like it. Like, there's a thing out there. Anyway, so I got sort of sucked in for a little bit until I saw the pictures of the librarian with the floating books. Then I kind of... <laughs> it gives all particle physicists their powers, dude. <laughs> Barry Schwartz was hired as the new head of search spam at Google. 
That mm-hmm. was uh, that was the rumor at um, Search Engine Roundtable yesterday. More interestingly, the former head of search spam at Google was hired by Global Runner in Texas. <laughs> now, we got a treat because we actually we have the guy who pulled that joke, Bill Hartshire. He's going to be coming on the show a little bit later to explain why he pulled that joke and also to talk about search spam and mobile and a whole bunch of stuff he's been talking about and listening to at conferences. But the, the thing about the joke Bill pulled, and we'll, we'll talk a lot about more about this later, but like, hey, he, he launched it like last Friday, which is kind of gauche. I know you're listening, Bill. Um, but people believed it. Matt Cutts actually had to like issue a denial. I have not been hired by Global Runner. <laughs> the SEO company in Texas did not hire me. But let's Journalists. be honest here. Every uh, every SEO company on the planet would be like, well, that's it. I got to close up shop if Matt Cutts went to work for somebody. Journalists called Matt Cutts or tweeted Matt Cutts to get a reaction to see if he'd been hired by Global Runner. <laughs> oh, hey. Did, uh, did you pull any pranks yesterday? I didn't. No, you know what? I, I walked in and the world uh, played one on me. Obviously, you know, I, I, I kind of like to do things like that. I mean, there's there's been years where, I don't know, I do simple things like remove everybody's icons off their desktop, take a screen capture with it, with all the icons on it, move them all off the desktop, drop the toolbar <laughs> down, and yeah. then just sort of leave their desktop looking exactly like it does with nothing clickable. You know, something like that. Um, however, yesterday I, I had the pleasure of walking in and finding out one of our clients' sites, notable, not the one we're working on, uh, got hacked. And so that just kind of, <laughs> um, you know, set my day on a, on a different tangent because I don't think they want me playing April Fool's jokes when their site is hacked. <laughs> and so at like 12.01 p.m., one minute after you're supposed to stop playing April Fool's joke, uh, David McKenzie Kong walks into your office and says, psych! Ah. <laughs> That's why it took so hard. There wasn't any there. Um, yeah, it was actually a unique hack. I obviously can't get into, into detail. I, I will say oh, this. Yeah. For people that, are, that have um, sites that may, because I, I had never seen um, this specific one before, um, for... Um, people who may hit a spot when it is only redirecting on specific, where it's it's set as a redirection and only having happening on specific devices, it is coming in through a plugin. Um, so you're going to want to check your your plugins, but look to your HT access file. I had never seen this specific hack before. It took a while to to figure it out, but if you notice that your site is redirecting on only specific devices, in this case it was Android, um, look to your HT access file. Again, though, that's that's just the thing that is the result of it. That's not the cause. So there's a lot of work you need to do <laughs> you know, to make way, sure that that, uh, that backdoor and, and the security breaches are, are solved. But it, it ended up going in and, and writing into the HD access file. Major WordPress like um, SEO slash troubleshooter tip here. Always keep a backup of, the, of a good HD access file for every site you're working on just in case something like that happens. Oh, indeed, indeed, worth its weight in gold. Well, indeed. Uh, now, the, the the problem with this one on his part um, was he had daily backups going, but because it was only on Android, the ones from the last known good were actually already overwritten because nobody was was checking it on Android. Like nobody was going in. None of the the 
you know, he, he had stuff set up properly. Um, but none of the, you know, when it was doing, he had, you know, periodic checks of it, you know, using, uh, using, you know, I won't promote any specific services, but, you know, you can hire services to ping your site, make sure it's up all the time and email you. If it's not, his was set up to do that. It just, you know, it didn't check it on Android. (laughs) Okay. Well, actually what I mean is, uh, when you, when you, when you get your site first design finished and it's launch day and everything works properly, exactly right then. (laughs) Make a backup. The access file. (laughs) Hide that away. Keep it somewhere. If you run into a big problem or a hack that, that has written to the HD access file, swap out, swap in the one that you saved, and your site will probably work again. And, you know, at least you got a functioning site while you can, you know, go you and chase down the real problem. Yeah, start looking through your, uh, your new HD access. You know, yeah, you can copy out the stuff that might have been written by whatever, Total Cash or something like that in there, because you'll recognize it. And if you don't, hire somebody who does, because you got a big problem. And you well, indeed, but if, you, um, if, you're doing, if you're trying to do that while your site is down, you're doing that while yeah. sweating. Well, indeed. Oh, no, I, I completely agree. The mission number one is get your site up, then start patching. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's about a quarter past the hour. Um, you know what? We got a few more minutes before we're gonna prefer to go to take a break. Um, I, I should have uh, radio. Blah, 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 blah. It's been a long day, and it's a short week up in Canada. Tomorrow is a statutory holiday. Thank goodness, I need a bad. Um, there've been, there been practical jokes as long as there's been the internet. There's been practical jokes, which means, of course, forever. Um, Webmaster Radio has uh, covered practical jokes. For the last um, 10 years, and Brasco, who is on a serious blogging gag, has compiled a uh, list of shows going back four or five years. He's put it up at the Webmaster Radio blog if you want to you know, go back and revisit some of the uh, great pranks from years past. Find it over at the Webmaster Radio blog. Here's something that came up that, like, should have been an April Fool's joke, but, like, Actually, isn't. Mm-hmm. This morning in uh, the SEM Post, Jennifer Slag is reporting that Google is displaying highlighted competitors in autocomplete. So you're typing in, say, uh, um, Blue Widgets, the Blue Widget Company. The Red Widget Company of Walla Walla, Washington might come up as an auto suggest. And it'll be highlighted as you're typing in your, you know, your, your, your um, request for the Blue Widget Company. So to use a real brand, you're typing in Starbucks and um, Seattle's Best Coffee fills in as uh, autocomplete. Yeah. What do you think of that? Well, <laughs> that's one thing. But the fact that it's highlighted. Yeah. I don't know what to think of that. Honestly, I don't know what to uh, – I don't know why that I see no re- that it hurts my it's it, it offends my sense of fairness and hurts my brain and I see zero value to doing it. Yeah. Oh no, I I don't get it either. Like when I'm entering in a brand, what I'm looking for is a brand. Like that brand. Um, you know, if I want an alternative, I would enter something like Starbucks alternative. <laughs> like um, you know, coffee shop minus Starbucks. <laughs> like, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I don't get what they're doing. Obviously, they're just testing at this rate. It is going to be interesting to see what they do um, with it. And the thing is, if they deploy it, I mean, you know how search works. I know how search works. Um, if they do deploy it, it means people are using it. And what does that mean? Well, um, for it's business? an experiment in brand loyalty, I imagine. 
Yeah. That's all um, I can and, see. That's the only thing I can see it as. Well, and to me, I, I'm, you know, I, I don't like what they're doing, but I'm actually quite interested in what they're doing in that context of if they do deploy it, that means brand loyalty is not what I thought it was, even when people are searching for a specific brand. Um, and that is going to be an interesting thing to know. Well, keep a watch on it. It It is happening now. Um, at least it's being reported that it's happening now. Um, if it continues on, then um, I don't know. Again, I have a hard time seeing it continue on. It's uh, 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 Wow. <laughs> Again, it just offends my sense of fairness for some reason. Um, something that just b- before we before we jump off. So we were talking about April Fool's jokes. Uh, I had seen an article over on over on Fortune. Tesla um, had put out a uh, press release um, yesterday, um, just discussing a new car that was launching. Anyway, it had some some features to avoid parking tickets. This, that, the other thing. It was a parody, pre- or the par- the press release was apparently a parody of of an Apple one that had been done. I hadn't seen the Apple one, but anyway, this went out with five minutes of trading left in the day. Uh, 400,000 shares traded in the last five minutes, um, and the stock jumped $1.50. <laughs> and it was a fake press release about a fake product called the Tesla W, which stood for watch. Yep. So there, there, there you are. Uh, apparently, you, can, you could suck in stock traders. Now, wouldn't that have been great to have known uh, with six minutes left in trading? <laughs> For what it's worth, Elon Musk was teasing people last week about this. He was telling telling them he was going to have a product announcement coming out next week that wouldn't be, um, you know, competing with it wouldn't be competitive with anything else on the market. <laughs> so he set it up. I can see people believing it because of the setup, and it won't but, be competitive because it's not a real product. Do you? I mean, like, do you get trouble for doing pulling stuff like this? Yeah, I don't know how that works because there's people who will have lost quite a bit of money. I can see they're actually if um, for the best brains listening to the show, you can start a business. I really can't fill in the blanks any more than this because suggesting you do this would probably be against the law itself. However, <laughs> if you're very clever, <laughs> fill in the blanks. There's a business for you here. <laughs> okay, on that, I have to go check my American my American criminal codes to make sure I'm not going to get too much trouble next time I try to cross the border. And Last while I'm doing that, let me take a break here on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 2nd of April, 2015. Stick around. We're coming back with Bill Hartzer, um from Global Runner and the fellow who played the Matt Cutts prank. He's been going to a whole bunch of conferences. He's been writing a bunch of articles, uh, most notably about you know bad SEO and SEO scammers. Um, always an interesting fellow, and let's face it, he pulled probably the most successful internal SEO industry prank. Bill Hartzer coming up on Webcology after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Great website.
websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to the Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here at webmasterradio.fm. It's the 2nd of April, 2015. Uh, Dave Davies from Beanstack Internet Marketing is over there on the left coast. It's Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media over here on the right coast. And somewhere in the middle down there in Texas... We have on the line uh, Bill Hartzer. Bill, welcome to Webcology. All right, thanks. Uh, great to be here. Well, it's good to have you. And, um, you know, yeah, we kind of had to have you on last Friday, but of course we're not on the air last Friday. But last Friday, you put up a post over at the Global Runner blog with the uh, breathless and breathtaking claim that Matt Cutts had joined Global Runner. Um, yes. Yes, it was uh, pretty interesting um, how uh, that uh, that whole situation evolved very quickly, um, and you know, kind of uh, took off uh, over the weekend. Yeah, well, you know, with with with, with the greatest respect, um, I think that uh, our listeners would think it remiss if I didn't say, "Yo, dude, it was like you know Friday." You caught us up like what was that a setup? Uh, like it was before April first. But okay, so that was said, done. Um, the funny thing is, people fell for it. Like, you could have put this up sometime in September, and I think people would have thought it was a funny joke because people fell for it. Matt Cutts had to actually deny it when the media tweeted him, are you working for Global Runner? So, like, how, how did this escalate for you? Yeah, so actually we were, we, you know, we actually were working on a a some different ideas for what we would do for uh, the, that particular weekend. Um, and we wanted to, you know, we w- wasn't really 
totally planned that we would launch it at the time that we did. But uh, we were working on it, and it was you know a few days before um, April first, and so we had decided kind of that if it was done just a little bit earlier, that it would much that there would a better chance that it would actually be. Uh, taken in the you know the way it was and it was just a shot in the dark you know we kind of you know looking at traffic we kind of figured well people really not are really looking at and and browsing the web on the weekends you know typically even in the seo industry you kind of think of you know that that traffic really is is during the week and business normal business hours uh, and so forth so but you know word did get out fairly quickly and we uh, we just went with it. Well, um, <laughs> it's 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 kind of like Matt Cutts. Um, you can you, you you can whisper Matt Cutts' name in a cave somewhere in Arizona, and on a Sunday afternoon, five minutes later, it'll be all over the web. It's Matt Cutts. Yeah, exactly. Deep. Did anybody believe it? Like on first glance on on, on your website um, or on your on, on in Facebook replies and tweets. Like, did you did you have anybody biting for for real? Yeah, in fact, actually, we did. You know, even it was, what's interesting is is that it really was. Um, people were very taking it very seriously, and they were actually, yeah, uh, you know, contacting us. And and there were media outlets. There was, um, I, you know, there were uh, big uh, technical business publications that contacted, um, you know, for you know for uh, information and and so forth. So. You know, I, I won't mention any, you know, any any specific publication names, but you know, these big technical business publications and and you know that we read every day, we're we're contacting and and so forth. I mean, and we, any any questions? I mean, we obviously just uh, really just told them specifically. You know, hey, it it, it is it is kind of an early uh, you know, April Fools uh, type of deal. So. Um, you know, we never really we we try to keep, remain as as complete, you know, as honest as we could with it. Um, and and from my, you know, for I guess from an SEO's perspective, that we just thought, you know, I, I thought it was just so over the top that you know that everybody would say, oh yeah, it's it's just obviously <laughs> a joke because there's no way, honestly, that that Matt would would go to an SEO firm, let alone an SEO firm in in Texas and yeah, I mean, it, but again, it's, it's was interesting how the whole um, social thing and social shares and just went, went crazy. Uh, well, and this is what confuses me. And then, and, 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 and I mean, with, with all respect to global runner, global runner is a very successful SEO shop operating out of Texas. Um, I know you guys have a head count um, of two dozen or more. I'm pretty sure yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, you got a lot. You got some like a name clients. You're going around to all the conferences, speaking and attending, and you know um, networking everywhere that you can. So Global Run is doing okay, but they're successful in the SEO world, and they're successful in the world of search engines, and um, they're kind of on different plateaus financially, don't you think? 
Yes, exactly. I mean, there's, you know, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, it just was not, you know, I, I know that a few, a few of the organic folks from, from Google um, have, have left and started their own SEO firm. There's one um, in Europe, I forget his name uh, off the top of my head right now, but yeah, I mean, and they have been, they have been fairly successful, but um well, again, when, when you're looking at Google Google employees who leave and start their own sort of companies, you got to look at two different types of Google employees, right? There's those who were there before the IPO and those who were there after the IPO. World of difference. Yeah, so I'm looking back at this. And, you know, I learned a lot from this whole thing, and and it, you know, it, it was kind of you could look at it as a content marketing piece and links and so forth and social mentions, but it's kind of the perfect storm here because you have a situation where you have an industry that really in particular, you know, uh, ha- still has this question of, you know, what Matt Cutts really ultimately is going to do because a lot of people do respect him very highly and, and we're all wondering, hey, you know, what is he going to do? Well, if you apply that same kind of technique, if you can find something in Whatever industry, even if it's in the, you know, uh, what uh, in, in the credit card industry, if you can, whatever industry you're in, if you can find the answer or to attempt to find the answer to a question that everybody has, and and answer that question in your content marketing part, then people that's going to get people's attention and say, hey, you know. Uh, that's going to start start this uh, boil this pot boiling and and the social and everything going. Well, absolutely. I think that's one of the things that gave uh, great strength to this uh, April Fools or this practical joke. Um, it's Matt Cutts. He was uh, for many people uh, in the SEO industry, especially those who got into the SEO industry like two thousand and four, two thousand and five onwards. Matt Cutts is the voice. Of, of SEO, or he, or he was while well, he was uh, quality control czar at Google. Um, so you're saying, well, well, thinking of con- of creating compelling content, uh, content that's going to get clicks, right to what people are wondering about. Yes, I mean, an attempt to give them an answer to something, and and, and that's you know, I struggle with that, and with a lot of clients every day is okay. What can we come up with that? You know, everybody wants to know, and if we can have that answer or, or, or at least kind of fake out that in the headline that we have the answer and start <laughs> addressing that, then, then okay, then they are at least going to get some, you know, get some clicks and views and start the conversation. I think that so many people are really, you know, really wondering what, you know, what Matt is going to do, and so... That just happened to work. So, at, at any point in this um, in this drama, like let, 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 let's pick up the drama again. So, you put the post out. Some people believe it to the point where you're getting inquiries from journalists. Matt Cutts is getting inquiries from journalists. He puts out a tweet eventually saying, "Yo, like, no, I'm not doing this. This, this isn't real." At any point, did he contact you? Actually, um, I. I sent him an e- uh, when he when he posted his tweet. I I did contact him and kind of fessed up and said, "Hey, you know, I'm the one, you know me and and my team are the ones doing it, 
and and so forth and kind of a, just a so he had a contact so that if he had any questions or wanted me to take it down or any kind of you know issues just as a as a you know a courtesy as a courtesy thing yeah I mean I gave him my contact information and you know and, and gave him the you know gave the, the information so he had a contact. And uh, yeah, I mean, he thought it. He thought it was uh, pretty funny. Um, a couple, of, you know, a couple of people at Google apparently did not. But um, yeah, he, he, he thought it was pretty funny. Of humor. Yes, um, he did mention that. That he happened to mention that you know that a couple of his colleagues, you know, were uh, were on the fence about it. Okay. Now, while you're communicating with them, did you get a chance to ask the question? Well, hey, Matt, if you're not coming to work for us, what are you doing? Um, no, actually, I did not. I, 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 I probably should uh, should have, but no, I, I, did, I did not. No, no worries. Um, we, get, we get so little information, you have to, like, you know, just, just get yeah. the best before. So did anyone get pissed at you, get really angry at you? Yes, actually, we did have, we did, we actually had some, some phone calls, some very odd phone calls that, uh, that, yeah, I mean, we, we did, uh, um, there were some phone calls, there, um, there was uh, a bad, uh, some, uh, I believe another SEO firm um, left a bad uh, uh, review um, on, on one of the review sites. Oh my God, Really? So yeah, and use their real name and so forth, which was not probably something I would do. But yeah, so yeah, that happened. Um, but overall, yeah, overall, I think it's um, it was fairly positive. Um, you know, some some people were you know caught it pretty. You know, there were some who called it lame. Um, others, other other SEOs though that high, highly respect uh, said it was a, a generally a brilliant marketing thing. So you got well, it certainly you know, worked. People have been talking about it. Yeah, I mean, it got um, we got some good branding this week, and uh, you know, people know kind of have heard at least have heard our this name. Well, I remember when I saw Matt's uh, initial denial, like. I wasn't sure if I believed it myself because who believes it? I mean, I don't believe everything Matt says. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know specifically questions. I mean, I have th- specific instances where Matt has said stuff and that, or anybody, you know, publicly from Google, and I've 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 questioned it because that's not what I'm seeing. Yeah, not what I'm seeing the way the system works. So, yeah, I mean, there's. Sometimes there's there's uh, stuff he, he says or others that that they say that uh, is not completely true, but but he was our <laughs> voice or our uh, our insight into the mind of Google. Uh, I guess John is John Mueller uh, seems to be now, but you know for almost a decade Matt was the guy, eh? Yes, and I think that you know people still want you know the SEO industry still want Matt to be the the voice and still think of think of him as you know the voice the the voice of Google. Um, shifting gear a bit, but you know sticking close to the voice of Google, you've been traveling about the country, going to um, conventions and speaking opportunities and networking meetups, etc. From your uh, home base in Texas, um. You're with the with the uh, uh, Dallas Fort Worth 
Now, Dallas Fort Worth Internet Marketing Group, right? Yes. Um, uh, for listeners who uh, might remember, Dallas Fort Worth is one of the organizations that was um, somehow work, you know, in, interested in working with Sempo on setting up a search congress. Bill, you've been to a bunch of the uh, conferences in the last uh, six months um, since the uh, meeting that happened at PubCon last year. Has there been any other talk about the search congress? Not really. I mean, the only you know, only, only thing that I've really you know I've really really heard was the big you know the the debate with the the uh, the ethics, and I believe that there is a date where that's going to be going to happen. There's different representatives that are going to be coming from all over you know to to that meeting. I don't think that has happened yet, um, but other than that, I have not. Uh, you know, even at, uh, at SMX and and uh, SearchFest and uh, you know all the different different and, and pubcons that I've been to this this year, it, it really has not come up. You were recently at SMX West about two weeks ago, uh, three yeah two weeks ago. Yeah. What was the? Uh, every conference has a vibe. You know, there's something that just is being discussed more. Or there's something in the industry that is. Um, more yes, it, it is April twenty first. April twenty first. <laughs> that is the that is D Day or whatever you know. That is the day that everybody is. Every session. I mean, what it, it all came down to. There's something going to happen April twenty first. So I think you know that was the big. That's the big thing. I mean, what is going to happen with the mobile and mobile algorithm and how it's going to affect everything. Yeah. yeah um, by the way, our, obviously, uh, listeners to Webcology know the significance of April twenty first. But just in case y'all been living under, or one of y'all been living under a rock, April twenty first is the day that Google's going to be introducing its new mobile algorithm. Google claims it will affect mobile searches and mobile results only. Uh, others have a hard time wrapping their heads around that claim. Um, what do you think, Bill? Um, is it is there going to be a sea change seen from desktop sweeping all the way across to the mobile world, or just say from the mobile world sweeping across to desktop, or will it be confined to the mobile space? Well, you know, I've already seen some talk that it's already been, you know there there there's talk that uh, I, I've already seen somebody post um, and and actually uh, uh, some emails have been going around. That basically has said, well, it, this mobile algorithm thing has already uh, has already hit certain sites, and maybe it could be for testing and so forth. But Likely. you know, one particular site lost eighty um, percent of their traffic um, because of this mobile thing, and so they think that it's you know starting to roll. It has already been tested or rolled out. Um, so there's the, the talk about that. Okay, but in but, what environment are they talking about it? Are they talking about it like in a, in a, in, they've lost their mobile traffic? They've lost traffic on the on desktop search. Like, are they talking in in mobile analytics? Yeah, but primarily that they you know the the site was not certain no mobile not mobile friendly, and basically they've lost all their their mobile traffic. You know, eighty percent of their mobile traffic and 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 rankings and so forth. Uh, uh, I'm going to try and dig into that a little bit further, but yeah, I do believe you know, I, you know sites that are not. I mean, sites that are not mobile friendly are just not going to show up, and I think that's going to be the biggest, uh, the biggest, you know, the biggest change that sites are not going to see is that if you're you know, if a site that's not mobile friendly, it just won't show up 
in the search results, and that's that's my gut feeling here. Well, you know, there's still uh, two weeks and a couple of days before this hits. Uh, Bill, can we get you to stick around for a few minutes? I want to talk about what webmasters should do in preparation for the 21st and a little bit about you know spammy SEO and some of the stuff you've been writing about um, over the last few months. But before we do that, we got to take a commercial break. Um, okay, can we ask you to stick around for a few minutes? Sure. Rockin'. Okay, friends, uh, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. We're joined by Bill Hartzer from Global Runner, and you're all listening to, Web, to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 2nd of April, 2015. Stick around. Back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. InternetMarketingINC.com is one of the fastest-growing full-service digital marketing agencies in the country, specializing in providing results-driven online marketing solutions. Internet Marketing Inc.'s passionate team prides themselves on staying ahead of marketing trends to create and implement campaigns that get more traffic to your website, gain positive brand awareness, and drive conversions. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Do you want to optimize and grow your business? Then master your skills in conversion rate optimization. Sign up for Conversion Conference Las Vegas 2015, happening on May 12th through the 14th. It's Brasco from Webmaster Radio inviting you to the biggest and only conversion conference in the United States this year. Join your colleagues and the world's leading conversion experts, including Tim Ash, Amy Africa, Lance Loveday, Natalie Nahai, plus 40 of your favorite optimizers. Learn to create persuasive content, design landing pages that trigger your visitors to action, and convert blog readers into customers. Come to Conversion Conference, the conference that pays for itself in no time. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get a $100 discount on their pass. Register early and get full access for only $897 when you use discount code WMFM. Simply register online at ConversionConference.com with the code WMFM. That's ConversionConference.com, code WMFM. Hurry, save your seat before they sell out. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 2nd of April, 2015. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, and we're both privileged to be joined by Bill Hartzer from Global Runner down there in Texas. And uh, before we jump back into the, the, the topics, guys... Um, I'm really, I'm really proud of Tim Ash. The conversion conferences that, that he's got going, um, site tuners as a business, um, you know, just Tim's a great guy. I've, you know, we've all, we, he's one of the guys that we all came up with in the industry all around the same time, eh? Mm-hmm. And uh, I just heard that 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 um, 
commercial for conversion conference for the honestly low price of eight hundred and ninety five dollars for for the to get into the conference and it it occurred to me just to, to ask a stupid question how much do you guys usually spend when you go on vacation Dave would you, would you for for to go on vacation would you spend upwards of a thousand bucks oh yeah <laughs> Easily, Bill. Um, I, I think that's Air a given. Fair. I mean, just for a weekend to fly, you know, uh, halfway across the states. I mean, you're looking at you know 400 round trip each now. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, for yeah, just to take my wife to Las Vegas for the weekend, you're looking at 800 dollars in airfare just alone. Now to to go to university, how much would you pay to go to university? <laughs> a couple <laughs> of grand, um, maybe 20 grand or uh, 40 or so. This is the cool thing about conferences. You get to combine the two. You get to go to like university or higher level, post-grad level lectures on our industry. And let's face it, if you have the uh, constitution and stamina for it, those conferences can be a heck of a lot of fun. <laughs> no, I know that anyway. Um, Bill, you were just again we, as we we said going into the uh, into the break. You were just at uh, at SMX West, which is um, up there in the top ten for um, technical conferences. You know how SMX East is like. You know when you're in New York, you're selling to people, but SMX West, you're in the Valley. You're talking tech. What was yeah. the coolest thing that came out of the conference? Probably the coolest thing. I mean, I think I would say that. Uh, let's see. Um, you know, people are still talking about. You know, still. I mean, as far as or get. You know, still. People are still talking about. You know, cleaning up sites and cleaning up. Um, I think there were some really good. You know. Uh, you know, I I'm still amazed though, is that that being around in this industry so long that how we've evolved and looking at. Now, the amount of data that we can track now and the, <laughs> the data points, you know, really make um, SEOs and, 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 and pay, you know, paid search and, and just the whole process, uh, you know, Internet marketing in general, so much easier that, that because of the really cool technology and the software and the marketing automation we, we have now that to really track everything. Um, mm-hmm. and at this point where that's probably the coolest stuff is, is really is the analytics um, and what we can find out about people. Now, just to be clear, back in the day, we weren't throwing spaghetti at the wall to see if it would stick. We really had a pretty good idea what was going to happen. But when you look at the array of analytic tools today and just how micro-accurate micro you can be about any given campaign or click, it feels like we were just goofing around ten years ago, eh? Yeah, I mean now we're talking now we're talking personas and and figuring out what type of you know what our target demographic and and not only just age group and what they do for a living and you know I mean we can we can really get really super highly targeted. I mean we yeah. even have. We, you know, we even have now address to IP targeting, where you know if you have a physical, you, if you have a physical address of somebody's house, and you you can actually send them, 
make you can make ads show up on their Facebook pages or anywhere and and stalk them on the web down <laughs> to the household level if you have a physical street address. I mean, that's it's basically I mean, I'm, 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 Bill's making it sound rather uh, creepy. Creep- creepy, but that's basically <laughs> how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, that address so, IP targeting is pretty amazing stuff now. Was there anything that, that's come out of this conference or other conferences that um, just sort of made you shake your head and say, wow, they're still talking about that? You know, yeah, I mean, the, I, I kind of, that that uh, clean, yeah, cleaning up links, you know, but um, that seems to be an issue. You know, I thought that it would, would go, it would, would go away fairly quickly, but um, people are really very concerned about the quality of the links that are pointing to them, and really, the, actually, they're they've been really that yeah you know, that's kind of a, a sub a whole uh, industry within this whole industry of of link cleaning. So <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that that is uh, that's a whole beast in itself, just to try and do, deal with that. Well, you know, we, 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 we saw the growth of the link cleaning industry uh, set itself up about, oh, what, seven or eight years ago when Google first made links a commodity? <laughs> and, then, and then got mad at webmasters for trading them back and forth yeah. as such? <laughs> you knew there was going to be a link cleaning industry eventually, and it's still going strong, huh? Yes, it is. I mean, when, when, when you have people who are, I mean, really good link cleaners who are making, you know, um, $90,000 for one link cleanup, it, it's, it's going strong still. I mean, Excuse me, I have to set up a new business. <laughs> yes. What? Did I hear you correctly? Because, I mean, that's how yes, much it costs to one, a senator one in Canada. really good link cleanup uh, uh, person who uh, who that it, she, she is doing very well. I mean, for for a big link cleanup project, uh, it's running nine ninety to one hundred twenty thousand dollars for a good link cleanup. You know that that's that's a lot of links. I don't sound naive or like a country bumpkin sort of cousin over here. But what do you mean by big there, sir? You know, I would say when you're dealing with a site that has, you know, a million links, seven million links um, total. Well, you know what? Suddenly a $90,000 figure makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I went from outrageous to, wow, that's actually quite affordable. So they, they polish <laughs> yeah. every link after they're done with them, right? Probably not. Yeah, I mean, they get links to their links to their link, you know, that, that links... Yeah. Um, okay. But yes, it, it, it is. Yes, it is. I mean, and link cleanup is is, is a difficult job, and 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 uh, you know, and a whole beast of it in itself. But I, you know, I do think that there's. I kind of thought that we had this, you know, link cleanup thing, and I I didn't think that it would be. I mean, I, I thought maybe the first year or two we would see it, but it really is as um, as, as keep on going. I mean, it, well, you know, we're, that, that I'm makes, still, in a way, Rainbow, that kind of makes sense. Why should the effect of Penguin ever die down? In fact, you'd think that over time, as you know, pe- as Penguin discovers more and more and more, it's, it's a learning algorithm in and of itself, and as Google's um, 
sense of the value of any given page changes over time, you'd think that there'll be link churn forever, right? There will, but then that there's going to be a point where in time where I think that Google has been really struggling to try and get away from links as a factor and that the fact of the matter is is that I think they, they, they want to get away from you know having links as a value as a valued factor as a part of the algorithm they want to get you know get away from it as soon as they can you know because ultimately links are still going to be you, we can still manipulate them well yeah i think i think we all agree that google wants to get away from them but um, clearly they're having trouble actually getting away from them um, 15 years of legacy is hard to uh, hard to code out eh yes that may change with the new mobile algorithm, but until the 21st, we're not going to know. Bill, we're down to our last couple minutes. Thinking about moving towards the, uh, the 21st and the new universe we're um, sort of sliding into, what's the most important piece of advice you can give webmasters? So, you know, I would, I mean, I, so, you know, one particular site, um, one, I have, have actually a client that is just really kind of freaking out over this. And, you know, they have a Joomla site and it is not search and it's not mobile friendly. Um, it, you know, it's, it's optimized and does well, but it, they're, and, and they're kind of scared. And, and the quick answer to this is, you know, is, is to, is, Really, to make a mobile version, and in within, the, you know, in the next couple of weeks, make a subdomain like m.domain.com, redirect their mobile traffic to that, put up a a homepage and four or five, you know, four or five pages, and on the mobile version, and hope that that will be enough until we can redesign the site and put it into WordPress and 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 into a uh, into something that that is um, responsive. Uh, yeah. To be fair to Google, they've gave us warning back in November this was coming down the pipe. Yes, they have. And so we, what I'm finding is, is I'm finding clients who are contacting, you know, or potential clients contacting us now saying, hey, we've heard about this thing. Can you, is there anything you can do between, you know, now and the next couple of weeks? And, and that's right, kind of our quick answer to it is, get, is, to, is to throw up a mobile version uh, and then at that point, you know, and 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 immediately start on a, on a redesign of the site, which will take longer. Uh, that's kind of the quick answer. Uh, okay. And by the time by the time you're done with your backlog of sudden new uh, clients, you will be able to afford to hire Matt Guts. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, guys, we've got to go. We are pushing it right to the right to the edge of the second here. So, Bill Hartzer from Global Runner. Thank you so much for joining us and for sticking around for an extended interview on Webcology. Um, friends, There's, a, I, I had this whole wonderful like lead-out essay I was going to read, but I'm not going to read it now. Ha-ha, April Fool's. Be well. It's uh, going to be a long weekend up here in Canada. There's more great content coming up. Dave and I are back here next week for Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next week.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. This is...